Okay, hello and welcome to uh, my podcast, The Narrow Gate. This is Orle, your host again, and this is episode five. Um, for anyone who's wondering, I'm back, to, I've recovered, I'm back to normal. I was sick, as you know, and I feel great again. So thank you for your prayers and for thinking of me, and I appreciate your messages. Um, as you can see by the title, I have a guest with me um, again this evening, and her name is Juliet from Nairobi. Um, I'm very excited to interview this lovely young lady. Um, uh, I never know who God is going to send me. I've told uh, I've told everybody, all the listeners, that I don't plan things very rigidly. I allow the Spirit of God to lead me. And if, I, if it's just me, it's just me. And then I teach. And if God um, blesses me with the right person, then I'm happy to interview them. So you're absolutely going to love this girl or young woman, <laughs> Juliet from Nairobi. We are both here in Lisbon, Portugal, and I, I've only met her, I'm counting, I think four days ago. Um, and she's a, such a blessing for me. So I won't go into all the details about how we met or whatever. You can see we will just talk together. We have a lot in common, even though there's a quite a huge age gap, but you will see as we talk and chat, um, that we do have a lot in common, which is wonderful. So I'm going to introduce you to Juliet now um, and say, hi, Juliet, how are you? I'm fine. My name is Juliet. Okay. Just to introduce myself, my name is Juliet. I come from Nairobi, Kenya, born and raised in Kenya. Um, I've been living in Paris the past three years and I'm in Lisbon for my internship. I am in my 20s and I'm a born again Christian. And uh, yeah, that's basically me. Great. Claire, thank you for the introduction. You saved me the trouble of asking all those questions. Oh, wow. That's a, that's a good introduction. And um, I'm really happy to know that you're also a Christian uh, from another country and that we can share our stories about um, the Christian life. But on this podcast, I like to talk to other people about their journey and to see is it different to mine or do what do we have in common as Christians and as I said, we've only met four days ago and we have a good relationship. Sure. And I see that because we have a common belief in God. Yeah. yeah. So um, tell me a little bit about, uh, say, your family and Nairobi and why you came to uh, Europe. Okay, so I came to Europe for my studies and... I was in Nairobi, Kenya for some time. I did my my bachelor's in University of Nairobi mm -hmm. before coming to Paris. Mm -hmm. However, I have been there for three years doing my studies and improving on my French. And then I am looking forward to do my master's. And so I came to Lisbon for my internship mm -hmm. uh, at Solvay. Uh, for some time, for seven months, then I would be back to Paris. And yeah, that's it. About my family, uh, we are five. Uh, just like I said in the introduction, I was raised in Kenya and uh, we are all Christians. It's a Christian family. Um, my mom is very spiritual and she has brought us in that, brought us up in that way, uh, believing in God. Uh, 
praying before we sleep, just following the right path, which she believes is, is just trusting God and including God in everything. So basically, that's it about my family. Ah, thank you so much. Uh, so, Juliet, it's really great to talk to you. And um, it sounds like you just naturally talk about God. You don't, uh, it's not something separate from your life and it's being part of your life uh, um, your mother is a very strong Christian woman and she has guided your whole family and given you Christian values. Mm -hmm. So uh, how does that make your life, uh, you know, how does that make your life different to somebody who doesn't know Jesus? Yeah, actually trusting in God just gives me strength, hope, no matter what situation. And I just, it just feels right being in his presence and believing that there is always someone who is looking after you. Mm -hmm. uh, wherever you are, whatever you're doing, you have someone who is guiding you and protecting you. Like, you don't have to worry about anything. He is there for you. So it really gives me hope and it, I, I just get my strength from him. So that's what... Uh, makes me um, more dependent on God and just that's basically it and also um, if I am to like describe my life I just say where I am it's by the grace of God because I could have not made it without him mm -hmm. uh, for example in terms of we as young people for example I'm in my 20s I have dreams and all that I try to do my part, but I feel like if you don't include God in in such things, um, you I feel like you'll be working, but it, you just won't get the results. Uh, we have to do our part, that's mm -hmm. it. But at the same time, we need to include him because he's known to be the king of kings. And like with him, everything is just possible and just things work out. You don't need to be worried. Oh, yes. So that gives me really strength and hope. And it's just like how my mom has brought us up with that in our minds. That's amazing. Yeah. Great. You have great faith. I'm just listening. And I know the listeners will also hear that you're not, there's no faking it. You're, mm -hmm. you're very genuine about your faith with God. And uh, you're, uh, you seem to have a joy and a strength and and the peace about. Um, and also for the listeners, and I only found this out about Julie, Juliet, that she came to Lisbon on her own, which is quite a big step for some somebody. She is going to her internship and she gets uh, support there, but she doesn't have... In Paris, you had your brother, yeah. and so this is her next big step, and um, so it's a little bit harder, and that's quite a big step. I remember in my 20s going off, um, it's quite a challenge, and so uh, what gave you uh, the strength to do that, how, or how, just for young people listening especially, like if they don't believe in God, and they're nervous, and they're anxious, and they don't have the courage to do something like that, so how do you get that strength from God? Uh, it's basically uh, knowing what you want and just uh, talking to God about it so that he can show you what path to follow. And uh, yeah, when you know your dreams, you just fight for them no matter what. You just try and do your part. And uh, yeah, that's what, that's what gave me courage, the hunger of success. 
and uh, the hang of building up my professional journey. So uh, it made me come here just mm-hmm. to, to improve myself. And I feel like when you go away from your family, you get to grow more and you get to meet more people. And I really like diversity mm-hmm. and, uh, and meeting young people, having deep conversations about life, about God. It really helps. And just to get to know more, you have to go out and explore. You, yeah. you can't yes. be, be in a place and expect to learn. It helps you to grow. So. Oh, well done. Yeah, yeah, that's very good. That's great wisdom. I mean, there's a lot of people out there and mm. I read it and um, online and, and the platforms I read and on YouTube and um there's a lot of people who are sitting at home and they're afraid to leave and they could even have they could even have money and have opportunities but they don't have the courage and they don't have the strength and they suffer with anxiety um, so it, it is difficult for them um, if if they don't have faith and um, how would a young person who didn't know God start a journey with God? Because your mother was very strong and you had this since your childhood. And I also was blessed with a strong a mother with a strong faith. So a lot of women do bring people to the faith, but so do fathers. Um, so again, can you imagine a young person who came from a broken home and didn't have a mother like you? Uh, what would you suggest they could do to start to have a relationship with God? I just feel like they should get out of their comfort zone and try this path of trusting in God, like uh, seek help, talk to someone, and uh, just listen to what others who what other people who have been trusting in God uh, listen to their advice, listen to. To their stories and all that they will build you up but it has to start from them it has to be a choice from them because uh if others are to help you in this journey you have to have chosen and decided it so they should just get out of their comfort zone believe in themselves rise up because in this world uh, you only fail if you don't you learn from mistakes and you only fail, like you said, mm. if you don't try. Mm. So I'd urge, I'd, I would urge them to tr- keep on trying yeah. mm-hmm. and to meet yes. people, interact, just get out of their comfort zone and try this part. And try this and then yeah. God will help them. Yeah, God sure. will help them when they get moving. So sitting at home and doing nothing doesn't work. And that is true. I can uh, I can testify uh, here mm-hmm. to the listeners as well, Juliet, that uh, that's how it has been for me on the journey as well. This is the way God is. And some people um, don't realize uh, what we're talking about. But we would encourage people who don't know what we're talking about to give it time. You can't expect to understand what Christianity is without taking time to read the Bible, go to church, talk to Christians, understand, are we all crazy? I am coming across people lately who are online and they're expecting me they're expecting me to instantly explain Christianity in a day or in a week. 
But we have been practicing Christianity, you for over 20 years, mm -hmm. and me for like uh, since I was a child, and I'm like uh, um, 50. Mm -hmm. So it's a slow journey. But um, so don't expect instant results because we're living in a world where everything's instant instant food, instant sure. buy your food, you're in mobile phone, everything's quick, quick. You won't have a quick journey in the spiritual life. Yeah. So that's the hard thing I feel for young people because everything's instant. Yeah, and that's true uh, because uh, as young people, uh, you just can't, uh, if you decide to go to in this path of Christianity, you just can't expect things to just start working. It, and it's okay to have a background a story. It's okay because even if you succeed in future, you will always appreciate the journey. So I think uh, if they decide to like get into this journey of Christianity, they should not expect it to be like a smooth path. There are challenges and all that. And uh, they should just learn to be patient because even uh, they say good things take, take time. And I, I can attest it's true. It's a matter of patience and just trusting God and doing your part. You just can't say, uh, because I, I'm a Christian, I expect everything or my path to be smooth. No, it doesn't work that way. So basically, they should just um, trust God and uh, trust that his time is perfect and uh, things will be okay when, when it's God's time. Great. Wow. Thank you. Yeah. Um, um, I think that's excellent advice. I wouldn't add anything to it. Um, and we are, we're just encouraging people. That's really what we just want to encourage listeners sure. to. Uh, this is how the Christian faith works. It's not an overnight miracle. And yet there are overnight miracles also. Mm -hmm. So um, uh, it all depends on God. Yeah. If you need a miracle overnight and you pray for it and you get it, that can happen. Yeah. So God works in many different ways. Yeah. But even if you get a miracle, like you got healed of cancer or you get healed of a mental illness. Uh, for example, I was healed of depression uh, in my 20s. I had very bad depression and it went overnight, like overnight. Mm -hmm. But that was a miracle and it was quite instant. But I still had to live my life after that as a person without depression and I still had problems. And then I had to start a, a stronger journey of faith. So. Yeah. Um, so I'm just uh, reassuring, uh, sharing the same message. Yeah. So Julia, thanks for sharing that. That's really, really good. I just have a couple of more questions because I think you're really, um, you're really helping us, helping me hear about somebody who's practicing and you have a strong faith, yeah, sure. and it's really, really good. Thank you. So, um, um, so for example, there's a lot of them. Um, a lot of people say. There's, I don't want to be a Christian. There's too many rules. You can't drink. You can't do that. And you can't do anything. And it sounds like prison. There's no freedom. I want my freedom. So people say, so people think they're free because they can get drunk. They can take drugs. They can do what they like. They can have many relationships, open relationships. I hear people talking about, which are very dangerous psychologically, mentally. But I hear young people tell me about these strange things that Christians don't do. It's true. Mm -hmm. um, 
So a lot of people don't like. They think it's a book of rules. What do you think about that? Well, I think it depends with the, uh, what you personally stand for. For example, uh, if you drink, I don't really know what it benefits them with. I'm not sure. I cannot go against them because it's their choice. But I feel like you can find happiness in other simple things, and uh, such as just spending time with your family, with friends in a good way, through having good conversations, building each each other uh, through the convos, and also talking to your family, watching football, for example, something I like, and uh, doing more other more better things uh, other than. Uh, Drinking, because I feel like drinking leads to this distractions or other things. Okay. Like, just avoid things that distract your mind. And when you are a Christian who trusts in God, with those rules or with those things that you're supposed to avoid, they are for your benefit. Yeah. Like, they help you to grow even personally. Because um, I ask myself, what does it benefit a person to spend money in alcohol or going for parties and all that? I don't know uh, what it benefits them with. Uh, probably they can tell us, but I just find peace in doing right things and being at the right place. Yeah, great. Yeah, that's a great answer, I think. And I think a lot of people are just confused yeah. because the world is pushing uh, pushing a false life onto people. And I also fell into that trap years ago uh, where we are encouraged to go and party and drink and, you know, do all these things. Yeah. And we well, think it's normal. And but um, and most people on that path end up with a broken relationship or they can have an addiction mm-hmm. or they can turn against um just fighting broken basically broken relationships can't get employment because of maybe they develop anger issues and violence Um, and they just get lost and where are they getting lost is also that the devil is actually there is an enemy against against us having a spiritual life yeah and Um, i feel like such people in those positions there is always a room for change because um, when you realize this thing is not benefiting me or adding value to my life, you can always take another path. And for me, my advice for them will be taking the path of Christianity and trusting in God. But uh, we can't judge them. It's okay to have a story, like I said before. So it just will start with them making a choice that I need to turn away from this and follow this right path, which we call Christianity. Amen. Yeah. Thank you very much, Juliet. Yeah. So she really uh, led me in the interview here. It's really great. Uh, As I say, I'm very um, relaxed about how I form an interview so I can see Juliet has a great strong faith in God and we've already covered all the issues that I um, want to cover because as I say we're not here pushing anything on anybody we are just sharing the joy of the Lord we're sharing and I have only met Juliet four days ago if she wasn't a Christian we may not have the same common bond and so I want people to know that so She's so young, has already been to Paris, 
Now she's here in Lisbon starting a new journey. She's meeting new people and she's studying and she's facing challenges. But she has the strength in God and she reads her Bible and she prays. And then I met her and we were both happy to encourage one another because Christians have to encourage one another because we don't live in the same world as the other other people. Yeah, if you're not born again, you don't belong in our world. And that is the sad part. But we are inviting people yeah. into the kingdom of God because that's what the Bible says. And and God says that no one should perish. Yeah, sure. It's 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 it just feels safe. It feels safe. It feels amazing to just uh, depending, knowing that you can depend on someone and look up on on, on God and like. It gives you hope and the strength to wake up every day, no matter what challenge. You're always sure that you are with him and he's there for you. So it's really something amazing. Mm, amen. Great. So uh, I thank you, Juliet. I really enjoyed talking to you. And she's so peaceful, isn't she? I'm saying it to the listeners. Isn't she just wonderful? And we were talking earlier um, in the kitchen. <laughs> And I just want to tell you, we had a lovely conversation. I was preparing her for the interview, saying, do you mind if I interview you? And she started to tell me about how she shares the gospel, because I love to know how does people share the gospel, because that's my passion. So I said to her, how do you share the gospel in Paris? Because in, Par in France, they're a secular society. So we had a good conversation. Um, and she just told me, uh, you want to share that before we finish up? Uh, you told me you were talking to a girl in Paris and she was a little bit lost, but I don't know what, what country she was from. Yeah, or um, just just uh, because I really like how she shared the gospel because she made it sound so easy and uncomplicated. And you know what? It is easy and uncomplicated. But I want you to hear it from Juliet because she really does say it well. Could you share that story? Can yeah, you remember? Sure. Um, it's just a girl who was in a relationship and uh, she could not have peace in that relationship So because the guy, they had some issues with each other. And one day she just asked me randomly, uh, do you think if I start praying or if I become a Christian, will it change my life? And I was like, yeah. As a Christian, and I will tell you yes, but it has to start from you. Just don't do it because you're in a certain situation. Uh, like um, a faith of situationship, if I can say. Yeah. Yeah, like just you have to, it has to like come from you and you have to commit yourself, be dedicated and know that I'm starting this path and I'm willing to follow it and I'm willing to trust in God. Like for example, in the book of Matthew, uh, there is a, a verse that says, just look at the birds. They don't uh, toil for everything. They just wake up, sing, praise God. Yeah, and the get, lilies and yeah, the birds. Yeah, yeah, and they get everything. Yeah, that, without toiling. Yeah. Mm that they need so uh it's just the same way for us we don't have to struggle we just have to do our part uh people might think term that as struggling or it's just working hard and doing your part because if you don't do your part how how do you expect to succeed it's quite hard so 
um, it has to start with the person making a choice, doing their part, praying, reading the Bible, uh, listening to things that encourage encourages them and such things. So yeah, that's it. Ah, oh, good. And how? Uh, what did the girl say? What was her response? I mean, she wasn't a Christian, and I know it's difficult. Not everybody understands what you're talking about. Yeah, she said she'll think about it, and um, ever since then, her we haven't had the conversation about how it's going the relationship. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But lately, she has been talking to me, but in a good way. So I, I just think that it's going much better like yeah. it's doing much better hopefully yeah thank you juliet yeah yeah thank you uh, so i i really like that story and she had other stories about in in france um and i really liked what you, juliet is saying to me earlier today is that um because I, I have a very simple faith and that means i've been journeying with god for like long long time like over 20 years as a born again christian and before that i was also serving god but maybe i just had a conversion mm -hmm. um but the older i get the more i walk with god the more god is simplifying it and so i this way i really enjoyed talking to julia today because she has that simplicity and if we start adding anything complex to the gospel we are adding in false false things to yeah. the gospel the gospel is very pure on its own so if it's a very simple life but it is a pure life and you do have to but it isn't rules we don't there are laws but when you have the spirit of god you desire to be good you desire to follow god it's not a list of rules that we can't do this we can't do that and as juliet said and it also says in the bible by saint paul says uh, everything is permissible saint yeah. paul is the greatest he almost wrote the whole of the the New Testament. Mm -hmm. He's one of the greatest apostles. He's actually my role model. I love St. Paul. Yeah. And St. Paul says it, it is permissible to do whatever you like, but it is not beneficial. Yeah. And that is what Juliet says. What is the benefit in getting drunk? Mm -hmm. What is the benefit of getting married and having an affair? Mm -hmm. There's no benefit. So they are simple questions to ask yourself. What are you doing that is not adding to your life? If it's not adding to your life, why not just get rid of it? If it's an addiction, you can go to get prayer. You can go to centers. You can also go to drug rehabilitation centers. Like God uses everything. You can go to a counselor. Well, and I'd say also in every situation, just uh, look at the positive side of it. Also, um, like, for example, a story is told of a professor who came to class with a blank paper and he had just a dot. He, he had written a dot in, I, I hope you get it, a dot. Okay. Yeah. A dot. Yes, I do. Yeah, I'm just listening. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so um, A dot, if you're listening and you yeah, didn't hear that. It was a, a dark spot on, on, a, on a white piece of paper yeah. a blank piece of paper yeah. yeah so and he distributed the papers to the students and he told the students just write anything that you can see in the paper on the paper and all the students had seen the dot and no one wrote about the 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 white part of the paper so I, I i tend to relate that to our normal lives where people as 
people we tend to at times concentrate more on the dark part of our lives or the negative part of our lives and we forget like uh, the better things that we have in our lives the better so uh, uh, just it's a way of just telling people to see things in a positive way and and uh, trust god and learn to live positively despite the challenges and all that yeah yeah i thank you wow that's i love that analogy that story uh about the dot and it's so true uh, I haven't heard that before, so thank you for sharing that. You see, when you meet people from the other side of the world, they have lovely stories. So uh, so that is really nice. When you think about the dot on the piece of paper, the little dark dot, and we focus all our attention on the darkness, yeah, sure. and there's all this to be grateful for. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, I know lots of people write about those things, mm-hmm. but if you meditate on it, you will see... And the Bible is full of verses that would, uh, you know, attest to that story that say, you know, just fix your eyes on Jesus, fix your eyes on pure things, fix your eyes on noble things, be a noble character, look at people who are noble, look at people who are fighting against the war. Look at people who are helping the the children who are hungry. Look at the people who are working for NGOs, working in pastors and priests and you know, if you start looking at those people and stop looking at the people who are causing the evil, we will see change in the world. So, But we do need more people talking and sharing the faith uh, to encourage because there is a spirit of darkness over the world and we have seen that. Um, and, and I have to mention um, about Ukraine. I haven't forgotten about Ukraine. I'm a writer for anybody who knows. Mm-hmm. I haven't written about Ukraine because... I, I, it's a very deep issue and it um, touches my heart because it's so sad and uh, the evil that uh, is going on at the moment. Um, so uh, I am praying about what Putin is doing in Russia. It's terrible what's going on and the evil that is going on. So anyone who would think that was normal would have to wonder about their own sanity because there is no sanity in in killing innocent people in Ukraine who are just living a normal life and they're poor people. They don't even have oil. They don't have anything. So there is no sense in that. So I'm not preaching the gospel as a fluffy little gospel. We have serious issues in the world and we need to wake up. We need to wake up as people. And the only way is to get on the side of God. So um, so I'm just, I had to end with that because obviously Ukraine is a very big issue yeah, for me right yeah, now. Yeah, but I hope it, it, they will just uh, be safe with time and uh, things will be okay and they will settle down and Putin will be able like to stop the war. We're just praying for them that yeah. may God have mercy on them and just be there for them. Yeah, amen. Yeah. yeah, so you know, we don't uh, as Christians, we don't have we don't go with anger against Putin and Russia or anything because uh God is merciful, but God also knows what he's doing is evil and really only God can bring down that man. Um but we don't believe in murder or kill him or you know, God's way is the best way and we have to do things God's way. So we don't know. So that's why I am silent. That's why I'm not writing big, long articles about it. But I'm not totally silent. I'm just waiting to hear from the Lord. Uh, 
and all I can think about is prayer, yeah. that we pray for Russia, pray for Ukraine, and we're not praying for Russia to do what they're doing. But there are people in Russia do not want this war. Mm -hmm. Putin is seriously needs to reconsider his actions. Yeah, sure. We just pray that peace may prevail and God may be there for them as he loves everyone. And we, we just hope the best will, will happen and peace will, will be there. Right Absolutely, yeah. So I'm going to leave it on that beautiful note because Juliet is a lovely spirit and that's what you need. So um, I just want to say thank you to Juliet for coming. Well, thank you so much for having me. I hope I have encouraged someone out there. And uh, yeah, I enjoy conversations, just learning from people and as well as uh, sharing it just I, I I think it builds me and helps me to grow personally. So thank you so much uh, for having me. Oh, thank you too. It was my pleasure and uh, such a nice surprise to meet you. I have loads more I could talk to her about, but we did say that we would try to keep the time down and also that she's. I don't. Uh, make Juliet so tired after a long her first podcast well it's okay it's, I'm not really tired because <laughs> I enjoyed it more oh, yeah she likes talking was, about God yeah it was about a conversation about Christianity and if I'm to define or I'm to ex explain about myself or my life I, I just say I'm where I am because of God's grace so mm -hmm. I just feel um grateful I, yeah grateful, grateful yeah, yeah to, mm. to to have a chance to talk about him and listen yeah. at the same time from people yeah okay so she this is great she's young and she's loads of energy god bless her Thank yeah you. well uh um Okay, so uh, I did say that I wouldn't go over 40 minutes. Okay, because she's so eager, one thing I want to share that I really then, uh, um, um, I wanted to share with you guys is that she has really brought back good memories for me. And it actually is a little bit emotional even because I went to Kenya a long time ago and I couldn't remember when it was. And when I was talking to her, I was on the calculator she was wondering what I was doing on the calculator. I was trying to figure out. It was 18 years ago and I went to Kenya and I absolutely loved it. I fell in love with the place and I thought I would go back. Yeah. And we maybe my mind just thought that. But anyway, I didn't go back and maybe I should have. I don't know. But um, I even forgot where I was. Mm -hmm. And all I could say is, oh, I was in a children's home called Kip Kaino Children's Home. But I can't remember. It's somewhere north and it's in the countryside. Mm -hmm. And so she found it for me. <laughs> <laughs> so I was in Eldoret and um, Juliet found me the nursing, the children's home that I was uh, volunteering in. And I've been so inspired that I'm going to write a blog about it. <laughs> So thank you for that. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And you said you also worked in a children's yeah, home. Um, so we can finish with that yeah, then. Tell uh, me about I, that. Yes. Um, as well, I have worked in a children's home after my high school. Uh, it was just for five months. You know, like when you finish your high school and there is this gap here as you wait to join your bachelor's. So I tried to find something to do and I found that. Uh, it was quite amazing. We had some missionaries too coming from other countries to help. 
and uh, it was a good experience just uh, listening to uh, young children and uh, helping them doing your part it was really amazing and I had a great time really Oh, wonderful. Yeah, yeah great. Well done, Juliet. And I would also encourage anybody young that's re- listening to, um, to volunteer, even at home or abroad, uh, with a children's home or elderly, even elderly homes also. is very uh, rewarding. And mm-hmm. um, I will write about my experience now um, and I can add it. I can add it to this newsletter later yeah. so uh, we can connect the two together. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Anyway, thank you everyone for listening and thank you, Juliet, once again. Thank you, too. Yeah, you're very welcome. I hope you enjoy your time in Lisbon. Thank you. Yeah. Hopefully, yeah. Yeah, and you have the strength of God, so I don't think you have yeah, any problem. I, I don't doubt him, so I am very sure that I'll be okay. And after the seven months, I will be appreciating my experience here. Oh, amen. Yeah. yeah, and thank you. Okay, and thank you everyone for listening and I will be back again next week. Thank you.